quick, I'll tell you, um, Pastor did make it to Armenia. Been working there the last few days, and everything seems to be going well. Um, just to, to give you all an update, and I'm sure they're going to enjoy their time there, doing the work of the Lord, but continue to pray for them, for the Lord's guidance, and what He would have them speak and say to the people there in Armenia. But Daniel chapter 6, very, very familiar story that we're going to read here tonight. We're going to begin in verse 16. If you'll stand for the reading of God's Word, if you're able. It says this, Then the king commanded, and they brought Daniel and cast him into the den of lions. Now the king spake and said unto Daniel, Thy God whom thou servest continually, he will deliver thee. Verse 17. And a stone was brought and laid upon the mouth of the den, and the king sealed it with his own signet and with the signet of his lords, that the purpose might not be changed concerning Daniel. So turn to your neighbor and say, they sealed the deal. Then the king went into his palace, and he passed the night fasting. Neither were instruments of music brought before him, and his sleep went from him. And then the king arose very early, or that word translated in the dawn of the morning, and went in haste unto the den of lions. And when he had came to the den, he cried with a lamentable voice, Daniel. And the king spake and said to Daniel, O Daniel, servant of the living God, is thy God whom thou servest continual able to deliver thee from the lions? And then said Daniel unto the king, O king, live forever. My God hath sent his angel and has shut the lions' mouths, that they have not hurt me, for as much as they before him, as before him, innocency was found in me, and also before thee, O king, have I done no hurt. Verse twenty-three. Then was the king exceedingly glad for him, and commanded that they should take Daniel up out of the den. So Daniel was taken up out of the den, and no manner of hurt was found upon him because he believed in his God. Let us pray tonight. God, we come before you. We thank you for the worship in this house. We thank you for your word and its anointing. And Lord, I ask that I would decrease, that you may increase tonight. And Lord, that we would have ears to hear and hearts to receive what your word has for us. In Jesus' name, and the church says, Amen. You may be seated tonight. Again, we see that this is a very familiar story, Daniel in the lion's den. And I don't have anything profound to preach to you tonight, but I want to encourage you this evening. And I, I know the Lord has, I feel like I'm almost preaching all over myself every week, but uh, I, I just, I've, we're in an amazing time. Um, I, I wish I had the words to describe to you 
what I believe God is doing in this church. I know you can see things that God is doing, but I really want you to understand that I feel like God is, is just breaking out in this church in great and mighty ways. But I, I want to just lay this message out before you and encourage you. We find at the beginning of this chapter in verse 4 and 5 that the presidents and the princes sought to find an occasion against Daniel concerning the kingdom. They were jealous of Daniel, but they could find no occasion nor fault for as much as he was faithful. He was a good man. He was a faithful man. But they say in verse 5, these men begin to talk one, one back to the other. And they said, we shall not find any occasion against Daniel except we find against him concerning the law of God. They're saying, listen, we can't get him on this. We can't get him on that. He's faithful. He's true. He's honest. He's just. He, he's favored. He has all these things that, that his God has bestowed on him. But we know that his faithfulness, his true faithfulness does not just lie with the king, but it lies with his God. So we are going to try to make things about his God illegal. I will tell you, we're not far from that in this country. I know people preach about it and talk about it. And, and we have this mentality in America that couldn't happen here. Listen, I'm, I'm sure that I, I was listening. Actually, I was listening to a Jewish man talk the other day. And he said, you know what? I, I was raised Jewish. I still am Jewish. My Jewish parents, Jewish grandparents. And he said, we were told for years and years after the Holocaust uh, that, listen, you, you never know what can happen. Just be ready for anything. We, and and he, he said, I, I just blew it off for years and years. I never thought that someone would actually come in and try to gen perform a genocide on the Jewish people again. I thought we were beyond that. And he said, I blew it off uh, until October 7th when we were invaded by Hamas and over, oh, I they believe it's like 1,500 people now are dead, over 200 captured. And he was just talking about how he thought it couldn't happen. He thought they were beyond all that, that that was 80 years ago. And surely to goodness that no one in their right mind would think of doing anything like that. And I know we live in America and we have that mentality that surely America will last forever. But I, I will tell you, we are a part of We have a citizenship to a kingdom that is not of this world. But we have a citizenship to a kingdom that is beyond this world. And, and, and what these men did is they devised a plan to trip up the man of God. And I want you to know that it's the same today. We all know that the enemy comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. The Bible says that he's a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Uh, we, we find in Job where he even goes to the Lord uh, and more or less says, give me someone. Give me somebody. And, and I, I know that sounds unbelievable, but, but there's people that God trusts in a manner as he trusts Job, as he trusts Daniel, uh, as he trusts the three Hebrew boys. Uh, we, we find uh, that in that, that portion of scripture that God offers up Job and says, touch him. Touch everything he's got. He will not deny my name. And, and, and what is going on in our world is 
we see that the enemy is, is really, I'll just be honest with you, laying a trap, if you will, for the people of God. There's going to come a time, and, and it's coming close. It's already happening north of us in Canada. Ministers are being arrested left and, left and right because they, they preach the truth of God's word. There's really no freedom of speech anymore in the nation of Canada. In Canada, they'll help you kill yourself. If you want to kill yourself, they'll have a, they'll have a group of doctors meet with you. And you're looking at me like I'm crazy, but they'll have a group of doctors meet with you and see if you're truly used to, useless to society and they'll help kill yourself. They'll help you kill yourself. It, it's unbelievable what is happening just north of this nation. But these men devise a plan. They say, listen, we are going to make it illegal to serve the Lord. That's not where I'm preaching tonight. I'm just saying we're in a time where it's very difficult to serve the Lord in the manner that we do. We, 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 we hear everyone in the world say that they're believers, but, but they're not persecuted or made fun of because they live like everybody else. They talk like everybody else. They do what everybody else does. I, 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 I work with men that will say, uh, I work with a man that, I, I'll just be honest with you. I, I love him to death, but he's, he's a deacon of his church, but he's got a filthy mouth. He's got a filthy mind. He, he, he does everything else that the world does and thinks it's fine. He, he'll go to the church tonight. Everything will be all right. And, and he's fine because he pays tithes. He got baptized once when he was younger and, and he's good to go. That's happening in this world. But there is a church. Understand Daniel is symbolic of that church because him and the three Hebrew boys, they at the beginning of this book said, we're not going to eat what other people eat. We're not going to talk like other people talk. We're not going to do what other people do. We're not like everybody else. But every other Jewish boy was doing it. But Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and Daniel said, we're not going to do it. They were a remnant church. They were a remnant group of people. And I want you to know the devil is not after a lukewarm church. So hear me tonight. The reason why you face backlash in your spiritual life, you know, it's easy to come in here on Sunday with the atmosphere that we had and be excited about the things of God. I understand I'm excited about what God is doing, but what do you do when hell hits back? Understand you have, to, you have to get this mentality that if hell is coming after you, uh, then therefore it confirms uh, the suspicions uh, of your mind uh, that I must be doing something uh, for the kingdom of God. Because he only attacks a church uh, that is mobile. He only attacks a church that is militant. Uh, he is only a he's only attacking a church uh, that says we're going to move forward uh, no matter what comes. Uh, you're not going to shut us up. Uh, you're not going to put us up. Uh, and that's exactly what's happening in this day, uh, in this hour. Uh, many of you may have left this house on Sunday. Uh, and Monday and Tuesday you face all kinds of hell. Uh, but hear this preacher tonight. Uh, that only confirms... Uh, what God is doing in this house uh, that there is something uh, great uh, that is happening uh, and going to happen uh, I said it in opening the service uh, we're not waiting on a move of God uh, we are in a move of God uh, we are seeing what God can do so they come after Daniel because he's different than everyone else he's different than everyone else I know we have people that weren't raised in Pentecost, but I'll tell you this. I, I, it doesn't take much to figure out. Uh, I think Pentecostal people are made fun of more than anyone else. Uh, 
I, I really do. I, I'm not saying that because I am one and I'm biased to think that. Uh, but I, I remember my father even telling me in his high school, his local high school, uh, they, he would walk in. And all the, the, the other fellas uh, be out, man, we, you should have been with us this weekend. Uh, we were partying it up. We were drinking. Uh, and he would come in all tired uh, and wore out. And they say, what were you into? Uh, he said, I was in the church. Uh, we, pray, we didn't get out of service till 11 o'clock. Uh, he said, we were praying. We were rolling around in the altars. Uh, and they would call him a holy roller and all those things. Uh, we've heard all those things. Uh, you mentioned, oh, I'm Pentecost. And you, the eyes get a little bit bigger. Uh, everybody knows what I'm talking about. We were talking about it on Monday night. Uh, you bring a friend to church and you're saying, God, don't let it go crazy. Don't let them get Pentecostal. Uh, but understand that's who we are. Uh, that's who we are. Uh, I'm not ashamed of a Pentecostal experience. Uh, I'm not ashamed of speaking in tongues. Uh, the Bible says the tongue is a sign to the unbeliever. Hear me. But we see that, that there, there is a church. And I'm, saying that, I'm not saying it's just Pentecost or nothing. I believe uh, there's remnant believers in other denominations. Uh, I know spirit-filled Baptists, spirit-filled Methodists, uh, spirit-filled Nazarene people uh, that are a part of the remnant uh, that God is wanting to rise up in this hour. Uh, but the enemy made a plan. Uh, we've got to stop them got to stop them. So they pass a law. Many of you know this story. They pass a law. They said, listen, nobody can pray unless they're praying to the king. And the, the Bible says that once Daniel heard this decree, knew it happened. The first thing he did is he went up and he prayed like he always did to God. He just automatically, he said, I, I don't care what they say. I know who God is and I know who I'm called to be. And he went up and he began to pray. He prayed three times a day. The Bible tells us and teaches us that. And he prayed and he prayed. So they catch him in this prayer. They bring him to the king knowing that he has favor with the king. And the Bible even shows us in the text that we read tonight, the king really didn't want to send him to his execution. He didn't want to send him to his execution, but he signed it into law and he knew he couldn't get around it. But they brought a stone and they threw Daniel into the lion's den. They brought a stone, they threw it over the entrance and then they would wrap it with ropes. That stone was wrapped with ropes and then they were sealed with a wax and a torch-like component and they would seal it with the king's ring and the Bible says the lords would do the would do the same and they would seal that tomb up to say that this was a king's punishment. This was authorized by the king. But I find it funny that we see in verse 18 that when the king went back to his place, his house, his palace, he couldn't sleep. He couldn't eat. And, and, and it says that there was no music played for him. Uh, if you begin to translate it, some translations said uh, he, he pushed away entertainment. I could preach on that for a moment. The fact that he fasted, he could not sleep, and he pushed away entertainment. If you want to see someone delivered, you need to fast, you need to pray, you're going to lose some sleep, and you're going to have to push back some entertainment. I, I could really, really preach on that right now. That how, how Who knows? That maybe that king standing and pacing in his bedchamber saying, God, I need you to move. God, I need you to move. That's my friend. That's my brother. 
mother, that's my son, whatever it may be for you, that's my daughter. And you say, I'm not going to take any entertainment. I'm not going to distract myself. I'm not going to take any food because I want to die to this flesh. I want to see God move. And I'll even lose some sleep to see deliverance. What if? That prayer, that, that, that act of faith, uh, free Daniel, I don't know, but I'm not going to preach on that tonight. But what happens is the Bible says that early in the morning, and I, I said this earlier, the translation points to the dawn. He went out there first thing in the morning at the dawning of the day, had them move away the stone. And this is where I'm, I'm going to preach for a little bit. Moved away the stone. And he says, Daniel, Daniel, I'm going to paraphrase, are you still there? Has your God delivered you? And here's what I love. Daniel pipes up and he says, oh, king, live forever. For the angel of the Lord came down and shut the lion's mouth. What Daniel was saying, Daniel knew what the enemy was plotting. The, the Bible even tells us in this chapter, he knew that the enemy was after him, that they were gonna catch him praying. He knew that these things were gonna happen, but it didn't matter because he stood on his faith and he believed in God. The, the Bible says here in verse 23 that there was no manner of hurt found upon him because he believed in his God. He had faith. He believed in his God. And what happened is they opened up that stone. They yelled down to him. And can I paraphrase just what he was saying? King, I'm still here. Can I preach that to you? That I'm still here. You say, what are you talking about, preacher? Some of you have been through hell, but you're still here. Some of you have went through some things, but you're still here. Sister Kendall over there went through a life-altering mess in a car accident, but Guess what? When they, the cops said, hey, you know what? She should be dead. She's saying, oh, I'm still here. God's still got a plan for my life. When, when, when Cameron and Carly's house caught on fire, that could have happened in the middle of the night. They could have lost their life. But no, they're here. And they're saying, devil, I want you to know, I'm still here. We're not just testifying to the king what has happened. But that was a testimony to the devil. You've tried to steal. You've tried to kill but my God has given me life he's given to me more abundantly there's many of you in this house if not all of you you've went through some things this year but look around you you're still here you're still lifting your hands you're still worshiping catch this they put a tomb over a big old stone over that lion's den and they they, they, they put that, that seal on it understand they did the same thing to Jesus Jesus his grave but three days later he appeared to Mary and he said you know what the devil came to steal to kill but I'm still here I'm still here when Paul and Silas began to pray in the midnight hour and the earthquake came and that soldier was about to kill himself they spoke up and said we're still here we're still here and can I get a hold of a church tonight 
that will say, you know what? The devil has come. The devil has fought. But I'm still here. I'm still praying. I'm still seeking. I'm still worshiping. Is there anyone in the house tonight that can testify? The devil thought he had me. But Jesus, Jesus, Jesus came down and he delivered me. How many of you can say, I'm still here? I'm still here. David, David said, I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God and him will I trust. He says in that same chapter, a thousand shall fall at thy side and 10,000 at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Understand in verse 10 of that chapter, he said, shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. The enemy may think that he has this plan to destroy the church. But my God said the gates of hell shall not prevail against my church. Here's what is going to happen. One day we're going to see Jesus coming back and we're going to say we're still here. We're still here. We're full of glory. We're full of anointing. We have a harvest full of souls. We're still here. We're still waiting on you, God. Anybody say, I'm still here. Turn to your neighbor and say, I'm still here. The psalmist said, I sought the Lord and he heard me and he delivered me from all my fears. This poor man cried and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all of his troubles. This is what the psalmist said in Psalms 31. For thou art my rock, my fortress. Therefore, for thy name's sake, lead me and guide me. Pull me out of the net that they have laid privily for me. For Thou art my strength, and into thy hand I commit my spirit. Thou hast redeemed me, O Lord God of truth. Psalms 3, David said, I laid me down to sleep, and I awakened, and the Lord hath sustained me. I will not be afraid of ten thousands of people that have set themselves against me round about. Arise, O Lord, and save me, O Oh my God, for thou hast smitten all my enemies upon the cheekbone and thou hast broken the teeth of the ungodly. So God, we serve. <coughs> the psalmist said that it doesn't matter where I am. If I'm in heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, thou art there. Hear me, church. God has not left nor forsaken you, but we're stepping into the blessings, into the provisions of God. And I will not stand by and lose my praise, lose my worship, or lose my focus because I've seen God do too much in this old boy's life. When I, got it, when I get down, or discouraged. I want to be like David and encourage myself in the Lord and just remind myself, yes, God, I know my mother died, but you met me and I'm still here. Yes, I know me and Sierra have gone through things, but God, we're still here. Yes, Pastor, I'm sure has gone through things, but he's still here. Yes, you face things. You've lost some things. You've been hurt by some thing, 
things. But look at yourself and say, you know what? You're still here. You still got a testimony. You still have a purpose. You still have a call. You still have an anointing on your life. Don't let hell deceive you into thinking that your best days are behind you. Honey, listen to me. You're in your best days right now. You're still here for such a time as this. And God is going to raise you up in this hour to proclaim and testify that you're still here. Come to the music tonight. Church, it's a matter what we go through. We're still here. We're still here. The enemy tries to get us focused on the bad things, the negative things. But it don't take me long to look around and understand that old song that they used to sing. I am blessed every day that I live. I am blessed when I wake up in the morning till I lay my head to rest. I am blessed. I am blessed. Why can you sing that? Because you're still here. You're still here. I'm sweating now. Hot. I come from work and I got a long sleeve shirt on under this. Forgot my undershirt, so I had to wear it. I don't care that much because I'm here. I'm here. Marcella, you've been through things, but you're here. You mark, you're here. Your family's here. Church, Daniel just told the king. He almost, you can hear the excitement in the text. The angel of the Lord came down. It's almost as if Jason, he was saying, I wish you could have seen it. How the Lord delivered me. I wish you could have seen how he delivered me. I wish you could have been there when he shut the lion's mouth and he turned my situation around. been there to see how God delivered me. The king goes on, if you read on in this chapter, he says, you know what, we're going to make a decree in this nation that there is no God like Daniel's God. That he is true, that he is faithful. We live in a day of criticism and critique. You see all the time, I've seen it, heard it. People that don't even know what's going on will criticize a thing. 
when Asbury was happening, some of you got to go down there. I got to go down there just for a, a, a little bit of time. It was so real, it was so genuine. But there were still people out there saying, this isn't a move of God. What happened, all these universities and campuses, what's still happening at some of them, what happened at Pastor Jensen's, that's not a move of God. I'll just be honest with you, the enemy tried to tell you the same thing. Here, it ain't a move of God. Look around. Just look around and open your ears. Some of the things that I've heard. There were some young people in this house last week. Didn't know really anything about what was going on. But they could testify, I, 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 I sensed something. Me and Brother Brad and Brother Chris been meeting and praying. It's a man that's been coming I believe he'd spoken to Brother Brad or Brother Chris one. He said, I've never experienced anything like this in my life. To my knowledge, not raised in this. But he's been here, I think, four Sundays in a row, four or five Sundays in a row. He said, I've never, this is something. Church, we're here. I may sound greedy, but I ain't letting go of this move. I thank God for what He's doing at other places. I do, but I, I, I said it a few weeks ago. I thank God that He's building it here. He's doing it here. He's doing it in you. He's doing it in your family. You're here. You're here. You're here. You survived some of the things you've survived in your life and in your heart and in your mind. Why? So you could be in this moment. Don't lose the excitement. Don't lose the vigor. Don't lose that, that pressing. Understand that you're here for this time. For this place. For this community. Stand with me tonight. talked about prevail last week. This kind of really lines up. Prevail. Knowing that you're here. Just a mindset of victory. Not waiting for God to do something for me. He's already done it. The Bible tells us that Jesus was the fullness. when his disciples were even discouraged because he ascended he said I'm going to send my spirit because I'm going to leave you here 
And the enemy's going to make all types of plans and all types of... I mean, look at all the things Paul went through. He even told the Corinthians, listen, I've been beat three times. I've been shipwrecked three, two times. I, I've been through some stuff. And I got to pass through you jokers. That's what he told them. I got all these churches to take care of. He was planting churches all over the known world. But he said, it's all for Jesus. He said, I'm still here. I'm still here. Be encouraged tonight. Be encouraged tonight. Some of you, I, I just, can I just be transparent? Some of you are hurting. I don't know who it is. I'm just obeying the Lord right now. Would you mind just to bow your heads? Jesus, Jesus. If you're here tonight, saints of God, I just want you to bow your heads and pray. Just pray. Pray for whoever God, God wants to draw. But there's some of you that are really hurting and you've been struggling. There's one that just popped into my mind, but I'm, I'm not going to say it. I, I want you to come on your own accord. But you've been battling and you've been struggling and you've been dealing with the why. Why did it have to happen? Why, 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 why? God said, don't worry about the why. You're still here. There's still something to fight for. There's still purpose. There's still a plan. That's you tonight. I want you to come. We're going to pray with you. I'm not doing this to embarrass you. I'm just doing this. We want to encourage you. I know there's one. But if there's someone else tonight, I want you to come. Don't be afraid of these altars. These altars are a place of strength. These, these altars are a place of hope. These altars are a place of breakthrough. saying, I want you to understand you're here. And as Daniel was a testimony to the king, you're going to be a testimony to those around you that God is faithful, that God is able, that God is strong, that God is your peace, that God is your hope. That's you tonight. Come. This is the last time I ask. Come. hope here. There's hope here. If you're here tonight and you want to pray over a specific need, I'm going to ask you to come. I'm going to need some sisters in the Lord to help me out. Some brothers in the Lord to help me out. But we're believing for encouragement. We're believing for strength. We're believing that God's going to help and break through all, all, all the stuff, all the lies that the enemy tries to, to, to cloud our life with. Let us understand that we're here for this time, for this reason. Let us pray tonight. Brothers, Thanks for watching. I hope this message blessed you. And if you could, please check the description below for all of our links to our social medias. Um, and as always, check our page. You'll see all of our previous messages there. Uh, I hope this message again blessed you and uh, reached you where you're at. And thanks for watching. See you soon.